Welcome, listeners, to the QBS Express, the ACEC Kansas podcast. I'm your host, uh, ACEC Kansas Executive Director Scott Heidner, and I am recording today at the Douglas County Public Works <clears throat> Headquarters, <clears throat> excuse me, in Douglas County, and my guest today is Keith Browning. A lot of our members will know that name. He was a longtime director of public works here in Douglas County, but we are speaking with him today in his capacity in his new job, which is the local road engineer for the Kansas Association of Counties. So Keith, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. You bet. We've got uh, we've got a longtime great partnership with the Kansas Association of Counties, as well as you through your work here in Douglas County. And uh, excited to share a lot about what your new position does with our membership that they may or may not already be aware of. Well, give us a little background on you before we get started. Are you a, a native Kansan? Are you from this area? And what led to your, I know the longest stint of your career here was in Douglas County. What were your steps to get to that? Well, I, uh, yes, I'm a native Kansan. I grew up in Johnson County, uh, Went to Shawnee Mission North there. Uh, my family was a long, long time family in Johnson County and uh, came up to college here at KU uh, and really have, have never left for any appreciable time. I, I kind of made uh, Lawrence and Douglas County my home after that. Um, um, I did uh, I, I did hold some other positions other than the Douglas County position. Uh, when I first got out of engineering school, I worked for the Oklahoma DOT for a couple of years. Uh, I worked for Johnson County Public Works for a couple of years. Um, I worked for um, a private engineering firm, Shaw Weiss and Naples. I don't think they're around here anymore uh, for a couple of years. Uh, I had a very short stint at Coffee County Public Works uh, and then came back to Douglas County and um, I served as the chief design engineer for Douglas County for uh, eight years. And then uh, when our previous director, Frank Hempen, uh, moved on to another position, then uh, they hired me to be the director and that was in 1998. And then I retired um, last June, June of 2020. Said so you say so you uh, came to college here at KU and never left. I had the same experience. I came from a small town about thirty minutes west of here, and I know my first experience was uh, not. I did not warm up to it immediately. I thought, oh gosh, this is odd. And within about six months, I was in love with it and never yeah. wanted to go anywhere else. Really. Well, what uh, what piqued your interest in the engineering world out of the gate? Was it something as a kid or did you stumble into it in college by default or? You know, it, it was more, I don't want to say stumbled into it, but uh, when I, I came to school, I, I was a little unsettled on what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I started out like a lot of students just in liberal arts and sciences and uh, ended up getting a, a uh, BS degree in business administration and when I graduated um, looking at the jobs available and looking at careers in that field I really wasn't interested in any of those and I thought you know I, I got to do something different um, I, I really wanted the uh, flexibility to be able to live in just about anywhere in the country uh, or small towns or large cities and 
be able to get work and uh, uh, and in addition to that I mean obviously just the the engineering itself is very interesting and um, felt like um, it's a lot more personal satisfaction doing engineering and helping other people than there is you know selling widgets or, or, or doing something like that so I'd say both the uh, both the field itself, which I found interesting, and the um, the uh, opportunities that it uh, offers as far as being able to work just about anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I went back to school and got a, a BS degree in civil engineering. Here at KU again? Yep. Very good. Uh, I don't know if it would have overlapped or, or you... Did you have Tom Molinazzi while you were there, or oh, did yeah. that come after? No, I know Tom very well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he was quite a character. We, uh, uh, I took, uh, one of the courses I took from him was a, a, a summer school course in surveying, and it's the basic surveying course that all the civil engineers had to take, and um, it, it was very interesting. Uh, in the summer, <laughs> it was very laid back, and uh, we did a lot of surveying up around the campus, and uh, um, yeah, Tom was a very interesting guy, and just a just a great guy. Would well, uh, have to be a, another conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah. But I was not in engineering, and yet Dr. Molinazzi was my advisor oh. at KU. Wow. Uh, the the short explanation is because I was biblically stupid and didn't go where I needed to go, and he was too kind <laughs> to to turn me away. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, became a, a pretty cool synergy when I started working with the engineers. And yeah. Work. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's skip ahead to the position you're in now because that's what I'm really excited to talk about and what I think our members uh, will be excited to learn about too. So as the local road engineer for the Kansas Association of Counties, um, a lot of our members, most of them will be familiar with that organization but uh, is it roughly accurate to say that, you know, you are a resource to all of those member counties on engineering and AEC issues? I, I think that's accurate. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a resource on road and bridge issues uh, for, for all the county, and, and, of course, that would include engineering for roads and bridges. And um, so, you know, the, the position is one to facil facilitate communication, you know, among the counties and, and uh, um, kind of disseminate information for counties uh, to be a uh, kind of a go-between between, between uh, state and federal agencies and counties, uh, and just to just to help counties uh, keep up to date on what's going on. You know, in, the, in uh, public works or you know road departments. Um, those guys are very busy, and, and I know that, you know, from, from my time here at Douglas County, you, you don't have time to keep up with a lot of the things that are going on na nationally or even with KDOT. Um, and uh, it, it's nice to have a resource that, you know, can kind of take the time to do that uh, and, and to let, uh, let you know what's going on. So that, that's my job. Um, is try to disseminate information. I, I do um, uh, a monthly article for the county comment, which is the KAC's publication, and I do uh, a uh, email update uh, twice a month. You know, to all the counties, uh, just talk about whatever issues are uh, are current, and 
I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, being able to go to conferences and speak <laughs> at conferences. Uh, uh, since yeah. I started in November, uh, you know, of course, conferences have uh, been canceled uh, last year and, and continuing this year, uh, at least to this point. So uh, I haven't been able to take advantage of that yet, but I'm looking forward to that. It uh, is hard to get out to see the members these days. It is. For listeners, we're recording this in early March. Um, I anticipate this will probably come out in June, give or take. Uh, good Lord willing, maybe by the time everybody hears yeah. it, will be. this will seem like an antiquated <laughs> comment to make. Hopefully. But, yeah, <laughs> hopefully. So it sounds like um, I may have learned a little bit already, uh, and we've worked with your organization and your position um, for years the mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite reprobates norm bowers <laughs> yeah. when he was there we we loved working with norm for the past several years but uh sounds like it's as much or more proactive communication and providing information as it is reactive mm-hmm. responding to to requests for members yeah i think that's right uh you know in the short time i've been been in this job it's been mostly the proactive, as you say, but um, I, I do field quite a few questions from counties, um, mm-hmm. and you know that's part of it. But but I would say it's not the majority of it. This is kind of a sidebar, but every association it feels to me like, uh, and, and yours may be different, but I'd be surprised. Every association has more resources than all of its members usually have time to access. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of folks available to us, and for example, David Comstock from mm-hmm. the DOT, I'm sure you know him, he works as a QBS facilitator now, and it's not unlike what you do. He's available as a resource, he'll communicate proactively, he'll go visit with people upon request, and all free with your membership and um, we have a devil of a time getting people to make as much use of the resources as we'd like them to mm-hmm. uh, so hopefully this podcast will help get the word out to your listeners that uh, that you are there and available uh, we also have a, a partnership with kac that we've appreciated for a long time too we have a public improvement awards mm-hmm. program that mm-hmm. we get to present at your annual conference which you bet yeah yeah, yeah i'm aware of that yeah, that's uh, it's been a really good partnership, I think. Yeah. Well, walk me through, if you get a call from a member, uh, what type of expertise they're usually looking for or some of the different types. And along the way, um, I'll leave the door open for you to touch on this if you want. You and I had talked several back and forths before today, Keith, about procurement specifically. Mm-hmm. and. Um, you've long known how passionate our members are about qualifications-based selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know, well, I say I know, I assume that some of the expertise your members look to you for touches on procurement in the different systems. Uh, give us a, a sampling of what your members call asking about, because I bet that will be instructional to our members as well as they pursue those folks as clients. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, as far as uh, QBS goes, the, the inquiries that I've had so far have been uh, about um, hiring consulting services, um, not only for design, but for uh, bridge inspection, for example, and um, just how that should go. And, uh, I had one county that I, I won't name that uh, um, their public works uh, department head uh, was gone. And so the county administrator was trying to 
to uh, carry on and uh, they needed to hire uh, services for bridge inspections. And he had several questions for me, like if we don't like what this firm is doing, can we go out for proposals? Well, certainly the answer is yes. You know, it is, you're not forced to keep using somebody that's not doing a good job. Um, and so we kind of walked through, you know, the proposal process and, and QBS, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and how important that is and uh, how it's uh, not smart to bid professional services because you're probably not going to be satisfied with the service. Uh, so uh, that's that's been part of it. Um, I've also had inquiries from another county about design engineering services and what they should expect as far as a fee structure. And so we've kind of gone through that a little bit. You know, you're going to have a you're going to have a, a, an overhead charge that's uh, uh, that's that's set. You really can't negotiate that and you're going to have uh, an estimated number of employee hours and design or engineering hours. Um, you're going to have, uh, of course, direct expenses to reimburse, and you're going to have a, a, a direct fee that's typically based off of some percentage of direct, direct payroll costs uh, and the overhead. Um, so, you know, we've had those kind of discussions. Um, one thing I, I didn't know until looking into it a little bit is um, is how that overhead rate is established. And that's always been kind of a mystery. Uh, but I've since learned that uh, that firms undergo a pretty rigorous uh, uh, CPA audit process. And um, it's a uh, fairly complicated process. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, and, and so that's how the uh, those overhead rates are determined. And I think counties should know that that's just not a, you know, number they pull out of the air. That's, uh, that's an audited number. So uh, that was uh, kind of a learning experience for me because I, I never did really understand how that was derived. But valuable information, too, because I think you know, knowledge is power, and I think a lot of our members, our member firms, clients, uh, it probably would remove a lot of cloud if we have an opportunity mm -hmm. to tell folks more about how, you know, overhead rates are established. As you mentioned, there are procedures for it. They're done by outside professionals, and they're audited, mm -hmm. you know, each year as well. So that's valuable uh, that you're out there sharing that with your members, mm -hmm. member counties. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I also get uh, inquiries, uh, I, I, you know, traffic control issues, you know, what's the proper sign to put up here in this situation. Uh, uh, one of my main focus uh, focuses for uh, this year is to work with counties in a pilot program for pavement management systems. So uh, just selected three counties that uh, showed interest in it. And uh, I'm gonna work with them this year. Uh, Norm Bowers, my predecessor, had developed a spreadsheet-based pavement management system. And he worked with Franklin County. And uh, Franklin County's uh, been happy with it. And so I'm going to work with three other counties to kinda help them implement this system. Uh, those 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 counties are uh, Ford County, uh, Marion County, and Republic County, 
they're kind of spread out around the state. And then with Franklin County, we, we've got pretty much an eastern and a central and a western Kansas. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll be one of my main focus points. you have a defined length of time that you're looking to sample those? Well, I'm, I'm hoping uh, to get their programs done by the end of the year. Very good. Yeah. But there's a lot of work to do on it. Um, you know, uh, just, you know, need to divide up their road network into like pavement segments uh, and and gather any history on the road. You know, what's the pavement structure? Uh, what maintenance has been done to it in the past? And uh, and then obviously go out and do the condition assessments and, and rate their, do their condition. It really is a pretty unique situation where you've got your own little, well, I don't say your own little Petri dish, but, you know, you've got over 100 individual right. counties and you can, you do have an opportunity to apply same practices mm-hmm. in different areas and, mm-hmm. and judge the results. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm used to the way we do things in eastern Kansas. And I'm anticipating when I go to western Kansas, it could be, you know, way different than what I'm used to. I, I know that they have different pavements there that I didn't even know there were such things, you know, as as what they have out there. So uh, it, it'll be a learning experience for me, too. My friends from uh, west of 81 assure me repeatedly that if you're from east of 81, then you ain't from here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a, a different world. Uh, well, Let's talk about other aspects of your job. Are there other things that you think would uh, surprise our members to know that you are involved in in the course of your work? I don't think anything that would really surprise them. Um, I think a lot of your members probably knew Norm Bowers, and I'm going to do a lot of the stuff that Norm does. So um, uh, probably uh, in a much different style than Norm. Uh, I've I've had people introduce me as the new norm, and I always correct them and say, I, I'm not the new norm. <laughs> Nobody can be norm. So, uh, so no, I, I don't think there's anything that, that might surprise them. I, I think the main thing is just to know that, that um, uh, I am a resource, that uh, if they're kind of wanting to get a, you know, all statewide, you know, how do counties feel about something, um, I can sure try to answer that, or if not, I can I can poll members. You know, I can do things like that. I can help disseminate information. That's been I don't want to interrupt you, but that's been a real value add in the relationship between the position that you hold and our organization. We have several times over the years, for example, printed something in our newsletter from KEC, from Norm Bowers in the Mm -hmm. past, and Mm -hmm. it's just something that he wanted uh, information out to the consulting engineering community to Mm -hmm. everybody's benefit. And so Mm -hmm. we were able to act as a megaphone there, and in turn, uh, you know, KEC helps us promote our award programs, which actually recognize your member counties. You bet. Yeah, so it's, it's been a lot of good, you know, synergy there for lack of a better word. Sure. Well, let me ask you one more question um, about the job, and then, as we do with every guest, we might pepper you with a couple personal questions about Keith Browning, the (laughs) the citizen. Um, But we are always extremely involved, and most of our listeners are pretty interested in the public policy world. 
So to what extent, if any, uh, have you been or do you anticipate being involved in, uh, I want to say legislation, but that implies state level, and this could be county either, uh, you know, helping write or rewrite or amend county ordinances or state statutes. And, you know, as, as most of our listeners know, those are rarely the the DEFCON 5 front page of the paper kind of things. They're usually much, much more technical, but they're important. You bet. Do you have any involvement there in the position you're in now? Uh, well, yes, I, I do, uh, and it depends on what the issue is. So KAC, uh, uh, KAC has a legis- legislative director and general counsel, that's Jay Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay keeps very close tabs on uh, proposed bills, and follows them through the legislature, testifies on most of those, uh, anything that has to do with counties. And in that subset of of legislation that may affect counties, there may be legislation that affects county roads and bridges. And in those, then I would weigh in. Uh, I have prepared written testimony for one bill already this this session. so uh, we try to keep tabs on uh, any upcoming legislation and, and uh, try to testify on that and, and get the county's point of view out on that. Uh, as far as you know, ordinances or resolutions individual counties do, uh, that's up to them. Uh, if they ask for input on that, I'll certainly provide it, but uh, got 105 counties, 105 boards of county commissioners, uh, they do their own resolutions. Yeah, available upon request. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> uh, well, this is just an editorial comment, but uh, it seems to me you have really taken the job, which you said you started in November, yes. uh, at a just a fabulous time for infrastructure in Kansas. And you probably have perspectives on this that I don't see, but, you know, we are in year two of the Ike transportation plan, a fresh 10-year transportation program, uh, which, you know, 16 months ago, it was far from a certainty if we would get another 10-year program or what it would look like. Um, And even things that don't impact you and I in our daily lives, but they're infrastructure and transportation oriented. We just released a podcast on the new supersonic corridor that came to Kansas Mm. where they can now test supersonic flight between Wichita and Pittsburgh, only place in the country that can do that. Wow, I was not aware of that. Yeah, Yeah. uh, well, you have to check out the podcast. I will, I will. (laughs) Uh, Actually, all kidding aside, it's a super cool story. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, entirely generated and originated by KDOT and their partners. But, yeah, there's just a lot going on, and, you know, sweeps out of the infrastructure funds to support the state general fund have been on the decline mm-hmm. in recent years. Mm-hmm. Uh, governor's promise to close the bank of KDOT next year if things hold. Um, just seems, hopefully, that you've taken this job in the middle of a pretty optimistic time for Kansas infrastructure, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I, I am optimistic about infrastructure in the state and uh, going forward, and uh, I, all indications are it's going to be a really, really good time. And, and I should take this opportunity also to, um, you know, I haven't talked much about my working with KDOT, but uh, I, uh, in this position, I do work with KDOT a lot, and 
appreciate uh, especially Todd Saul Frank at the Bureau of Local Projects. Work with him quite a bit, and and uh, KDOT actually this is a new uh, endeavor for this position. KDOT actually matches the funds that each county sends to KAC to support my position. KDOT matches that amount, and so they have a vested interest in what I do. Uh, they're very interested in the pavement management system, and they're very interested in, in asset management in general and getting data from counties. So um, uh, they've been very helpful, and uh, I do work with, uh, with them a lot. Uh, just got out of a meeting this morning with KDOT going over some proposed changes to the MUTCD. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, I appreciate the folks at KDOT quite a bit. Oh, we'd echo that in spades. We're also fortunate to have a wonderful partnership with them. And they do have, I mean, they always have a good team over there. But uh, I'd say, again, particularly in recent years, we've really been fortunate with the folks we've been able to partner with over there. You bet. You yeah, bet. Share that sentiment. Well, let's change gears before we uh, let you wrap up for the day. Uh, so many of our listeners, some of our listeners know you pretty well already. I think a lot of our listeners at least know you by name mm -hmm. if they don't know you. Uh, what does Keith Browning do on a on a free day if you were to ever get one? No no job, no family commitments, no <laughs> anything else. Uh, if such a thing came to pass, what kind of hobbies fill your time? Um, well, I, not a lot of people know this about me, but um, I, I'm, I play guitar. Uh, I play quite a bit, and I played a lot growing up. Uh, I was in bands growing up and, and all that, and I, 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 I did some uh, solo playing and singing in college and at, at bars. Uh, so I haven't done that for a lot of years, and I'm getting back into that now. So uh, uh, trying to write some music and, and play guitar, and um, that's a big interest. But uh, other than that, uh, you know, my wife and I like to travel a lot and mm -hmm. uh, haven't been able to uh, since I retired because of COVID. So looking forward to getting getting into that and, and uh having some of those opportunities. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, COVID's not been a good time for travel, but I can't no. think of a better time to get back into guitar because what else has a guy to that's, do with his free time? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, you're kind of stuck at home, and it's a good thing to have when you're at home. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let me ask you one last question. What uh, I was actually going to ask you what music we would find on your your iPod or your <laughs> shuffle, but since we just talked about music, let me change that and ask you. Uh, you can pick books or movies or either one. What uh, what are some of your favorites that we'd find in your collection? Um, well, I'm a big Western movie f uh, buff, uh, so I've got a lot of a lot of uh, classic Western movies on on uh, DVDs and. Um, try to catch those whenever they're on TV and and, uh, and just Western history in general I'm a big uh, fan of so I, I read a lot of books on that and uh, find that very interesting 
Um, my wife, not so much. So when, it, when it's the both of us watching movies, it's more of the, the mysteries and and uh, that type of thing, which I enjoy also. Just yesterday, my partner at work, who's not been married that long, uh, but even at the three-year mark or wherever that they're at, he has said the greatest threat to our marriage is when we have to decide what to watch. <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> I think their uh, I think their interests split pretty closely to what you and your wife have. <laughs> well, Keith, I for sure appreciate you making time to sit down with us. Uh, been excited to to visit with you since you took the position, and I think our members will be delighted to hear an update on what all's taking place at the Association of Counties through your position and, and all the partnership that we have between KEC and, and ACEC. So thank you for making time to be here. Thank you, Scott. I, I appreciate the opportunity. You bet. Well, listeners, thanks for tuning in to another edition of the QBS Express. We'll catch you next time.